Threat Assessment of the Necron Fleet by Phil Kelly Narrated by R.J. Bailey <coughs> Threat Assessment of the Necron Fleet Increasingly, the Imperial Navy has found itself confronted by Necron ships. In general, these encounters have ended disastrously, with losses being so great that no base of experience can be built up. If this situation is not rectified, then victory will continue to prove elusive. I have collated all available information on the Necron fleet to present this summary of their composition and capabilities. By necessity, this is primarily drawn from Battlefleet Obscurus here at Cypramundi, but also includes the testaments of officers of Battlefleet Ultima collated during the Simon Concursion. In almost 30 recorded encounters, a total of five different classes of Necron ship have been identified. These can be split into broad types that match our own classifications. Specifically, Capital ships, including battleships and cruisers, and escorts. Whilst these classes accurately reflect the size and potential of Necron ships, they do not have the same implications tactically as our own ships. Imperial escorts, for example, specialise in scouting, harassing the enemy fleet, and providing close support for capital ships. The Necrons do not follow this doctrine. Their escorts are far more aggressive, and missions are often entrusted to fleets comprised exclusively of escort-class vessels. Imperial capital ships will normally engage the enemy in a formation that allows them to provide mutual support. Necron capital ships do not utilize any recognizable standard formations. Indeed, on occasions their behavior is more akin to attack craft with each ship fighting independently of the rest of the fleet. In this regard, their tactics bear a close resemblance to those of the Eldar, emphasizing speed and sudden application of overwhelming firepower. The apparent anarchy of such tactics rarely handicap their effectiveness, and it is, in my theory, that there is a governing method that is so sophisticated that it cannot be correctly analysed on the basis of our experiences to date. As with the Eldar, Necron tactics are dependent on the quality of their ships, which are, if anything, even more advanced. No Necron ship has ever been witnessed translating to or from warped space. On repeated occasions, though, Necron vessels have appeared well within maximum sensory range without any approach being detected. During the attack on Horloth, it was reported that on first sighting the Necron fleet was noticeably decelerating, which raises the possibility that whatever their means of propulsion is so fast that when moving at full speed, their vessels are undetectable. The fact that they slow down to fight would indicate that even they find it impossible to perform fine manoeuvres or accurately target enemies while travelling at full speed. As with so much else about the Necrons, this is a mystery that may only be solved by the capture of one of their ships intact. 
I fear, though, that such an enterprise would incur an unbearable cost in ships. Where our own ships rely on void shields for defence, Necron ships use a combination of stealth and adaptability. Their hulls cloak all internal energy emissions and prevent accurate tracking. It is only when they change course or speed, or when they fire weapons, that they can be scanned reliably. Until then, Necron ships appear as sensory phantoms. Practically, though, this will often have to suffice for targeting purposes. It should be noted that whilst Necron ships are both fast and agile, they are not capable of the sudden changes in direction available to Eldar craft, so leading fire is preferable. Even if detected in it, Necron ships are extremely resilient. What would be crippling blows to an Imperial cruiser often fail to superficially damage a Necron ship. We have no certain evidence why, as the classes we have identified are not massive enough to support armor of the requisite thickness. We do know that they have impressive automated repair capabilities, which can seemingly repair virtually any damage in minutes. This technology is not invincible, however, and when activated, the stealth features of Necron shippers is instantly compromised, leaving them far more vulnerable to attack. Necron weapon systems all utilize energy projection. The effect is similar in appearance to arc lightning, but is far more dangerous. It has been postulated that the energy is extra-dimensional in origin. Regardless of its source, it is projected very accurately using a ranging particle beam at longer distances. In some cases, the discharges have been seen to pass through a ship's shields, leaving them undamaged. Necron ships complement these weapons with a variety of horrific close-range systems. Most common of these is the use of swarms of small, scarab robots to infest the hulls of target vessels before emitting a signal that disrupts mechanical communication and control functions within the sectors infested. Another common Necron weapon involves the sudden discharge of stored solar energy from all parts of the hull, which inflicts damage on all ships in proximity. The blast is powerful enough to overload the shields of any escort in the Imperial fleet, and the effect of several overlapping bursts can be dangerous to capital ships as well. Any fleet engaging the Necrons should also expect to be subjected to boarding actions. Once shields are down, raiding parties will commonly attack several decks simultaneously. Navy armsmen with shotguns have proved to be no match for Necron warriors in this type of fighting, so until a better solution can be found, heavier weapons should be issued and the risk of damage to ship systems tolerated. Conversely, boarding attacks against Necron ships have been effective, as their warriors are slow to respond to the threat, allowing time for boarders to set charges and withdraw before they come under every attack. Necron ships have demonstrated an ability to disengage effortlessly from combat by seemingly phasing out and this has made it impossible to turn Pyrrhic victories into substantial ones. To date, no Necron ships have been captured in battle, 
due in no small part to this ability. While they are able to escape from unfavorable encounters, it is unlikely we will devise counters to their technological advantages. On the other hand, though, the Necron's reluctance to fight to the finish has meant that commanders who eschew caution and seek to inflict damage, come what may, have been more successful than those who conserve their forces. This leads me to believe that defeating the Necron fleets will be a task that requires selfless sacrifice and unremitting fury. Fortunately, the Imperium does not lack for either. Your obedient servant, by the hand of Lord Captain Morley, attache to the fleet in Sturum of Alien Studies, Docking Complex Heracles, Cypermundi. Right. How do I turn this thing off? You have been listening to Threat Assessment of the Necron Fleet Written by Phil Kelly Narrated by R.J. Bailey Thank you to Phil Kelly for writing the fiction I grew up with. Thank you to Graham McNeil for helping attribute the right authors to their individual stories. This production, like all of Oldex, is entirely unofficial and uncommercial from an out-of-print publication, is a derivative work, with all copyrights owned by Games Workshop, and is a celebration of the hobby and lore I grew up with. If you have suggestions for other old codex and rulebook fiction for me to narrate on this channel, you can comment or contact me on Twitter at RJ Bailey. Links are in the show description. You can follow Phil Kelly on Twitter at Phil Kelly Words. You can also and should follow Graham McNeil on Twitter at Graham McNeil. And you can find his website at graham-mcneil.com. 